Hello and welcome to the Weekly Fix. I'm your host Zane and your other host Jacob. And we're here with a kind of interesting episode this week. Uh, We have absolutely nothing to break down for you guys. Um, There's no current show uh, shows that we're we're keeping up with the weekly releases on. Uh, No big movies have dropped uh, that we we've recently watched. Um, So we're going to go with a complete get to know us episode with a bunch of uh, questions that we just get to talk about some of the some of the stuff we haven't got to talk about yet or introduce you guys to that side of us. Um, so Jacob, are you excited for this episode? Yeah, I think this will be a fun episode to kind of get to branch out a little more. When we first started this podcast, we didn't really want it to be, you know, just a breakdown or just like a Marvel, just a star Wars podcast. We did want it to be a lot more just so happens that we decided to start the podcast, probably in one of the most busy Marvel and star Wars times we've ever had. So Obviously, that took up a lot of time, but I think this will be fun because this is going to be a little bit more of the episode maybe we were wanting to do. Obviously, we would love to have something to talk about, something to break down a little bit, but I think this will be a good you know, way of us branching back out to what we originally started with this podcast. Yeah, and we and we do have a bunch of trailers and, and some news to dive into, um, yep. which we'll get to later down in the topics. But one of the things when we talked about um, starting this podcast is we said we wanted to talk about gaming. And we haven't talked about gaming, like, at all, I don't think. No, maybe, so. maybe with the exception of a few little saying that we game here and there, but never really talked about it. Yeah, I think we may have mentioned the fact that we... Um, have played Jedi uh, Survivor and Fallen Order in one of the Ahsoka shows uh, breakdowns. But um, my first question for you um, is, do you have like a top video game or like, let's just talk about some of the franchises that you grew up playing and like what you still like to play. Well, you know, unfortunately, and I actually do use that word because I was one of those Call of Duty kids growing up, right? I played nothing but Call of Duty. I played some Battlefield here and there, but if it wasn't a first-person multiplayer shooter, I wasn't playing it, right? So there's been a lot of games that I've missed out on throughout my life. So if you want to talk about favorite franchises, I still absolutely love Call of Duty. It, It would be wrong of me to say that it's not my favorite. Just because even to this day, it's probably the game I still put the most time into because it has just been something I've always loved. I have a bunch of friends that play it, and a lot of that is a big reason of why we play games, right? You spend a lot of time with your friends. I remember back in the day when you were trying to decide if you wanted a PlayStation or an Xbox, you usually went with whatever your friends had so you could play with them. Um, so I, I would say that's a big thing of what, what type of games you play is what are your friends playing. So obviously, Call of Duty, I've played that more than any other game, and it's not even close. but Thankfully, this year, I have some friends that started to branch out, and I met some other friends and stuff like that that actually do a lot more single-player games. Um, And I gotta say, you know, we talked about Jedi Survivor, um, Jedi Fallen Order. The Jedi series is absolutely one of my favorite game game series of all times. I have such a blast playing those. Um, I finally got introduced into the Spider-Man series on PlayStation this year, and I gotta say, I think I like those even more than the Jedi games. They are just some of the most epic fun video games i've ever played um so i would say starting off just to start this discussion those are probably what i would put up there um i know me and you really enjoy playing apex which we haven't got to do any recently um but there for a while we were playing a lot so stuff like that is my favorite just having fun hanging out with friends i think that's what gaming's all about yeah and that's that's actually funny because um for me growing up we never had the internet we Mm -hmm. we didn't have we first off we just 
didn't want it in the house. Um, but then also like we wouldn't have even had access to high high speed internet enough to game. Mm-hmm. So the first time I ever played um, like an online video game with someone else was at my cousin's house. Um, we played a, a Call of Duty and like but like I was I was the youngest one there, um, so I really wasn't allowed to play as you know my brother and my cousin took turns. Um, and so like that's completely opposite from what I had growing up because I grew up on you know Crash Bandicoot, um, mm-hmm. Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted, Gran Turismo, Need for Speed, all of those single player games that, like the single player adventure character building. Um, that's what I absolutely loved. It wasn't until I was actually married and out of the house that I even played uh, the first like game I actually played it online was Fortnite. as crazy as that sounds um <laughs> but like that's that's what i uh, and then i kind of fell in love with brs uh just because of how how like everyone like you said everyone was playing it my coworkers were playing it um my brother who i like i didn't get to see anymore because we lived in different cities he would get on and play it and it was a really good way to stay connected with people that you hadn't got to play again and then you know they all left and went to Warzone, and i was like no not call of duty because i just <laughs> um you know, I, I, I'm not a lover of Call of Duty um, because, like, I just I didn't grow up on it, so I wasn't good at it. And like, but like, no one else was playing Fortnite with me anymore, so I uh, I switched to Call of Duty and played Warzone. Loved and loved and loved that. And then everyone stopped playing Warzone, went to something else. Um, and uh, really, when Cold War dropped, I I, I was done. like I was frustrated. I was like, man, this like they kind of ruined it. Like, I I spent so much time getting like all of the guns upgraded, and then they just like every gun that I worked on was now not viable, and I just made me so mad. I honestly I swore off Call of Duty forever because of the game mode. <laughs> like, you have to play X amount of hours to even enjoy the game, and I hated yep. that. I despise that. Um, so I went to Apex, which if you don't play for you know three months you come back guess what you can still enjoy the game because it doesn't matter you drop in you have the same opportunity to get guns as everyone else and yeah you might be a little rusty but so i'm a big i'm a big adventure guy adventure game lover um jedi survivor was amazing um gears of war was also another uh favorite me and my cousin used to play that all the time um multiplayer offline and also the campaign uh, and when Gears of War 3 had a co-op campaign, that was incredible. Um, so those are really kind of the games that I grew up uh, on. But my favorite one of those franchises, definitely um, probably Ratchet and Clank. I spent more time playing that than anything else growing up and still love it. Um, I'm actually just waiting to get time so that I can buy uh, Rift Apart, um, the newest one that just got PC ported. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to play that one. Yeah, that's my, I just love, I've really, like I said, playing single player games, I could probably count on my fingers the amount that I played as a kid that are single player games. And I don't even know if I completed most of those. I, I'm a huge oh, fan of the Borderlands man. games. Um, so those I always completed. I thought the Borderlands games were a lot of fun. But literally, if it wasn't a first person multiplayer game, dude, I did not play it. And I hate that so much now because. I'm like, man, I, I have so much to catch up on. So you could look at that as a good or a bad thing. Uh, but my game backlog is just absolutely ginormous because I'm having to play games back from like PS2 era, PS3 era. And you don't realize how long ago that's been. You know, I see pictures all the day that's like, oh, the 
PS1 is like 30 years old or something. And I'm like, what in the world? Um, so it's just crazy that we, we have all these games to play. Um, but yeah, Ratchet & Clank is actually one of those games I've never played. I think the only one I ever played was on a PSP when I was oh, little. Oh, the worst and one. Yeah, I don't even remember what the name of it was. It's called um, Clank. It wasn't even a Ratchet & Clank game. It was just Clank. Yes, Agent, so, so that, Agent Clank. So that must have been the one I played. Um, and I liked it, but, I, but like I said, I never played any of the others. So, you know, it probably was the worst one, but I had no idea. Uh, but yeah. those were... Those are games I'm looking forward to actually getting to play soon. Um, those are some that are on my list to play this upcoming year. Um, I've really got into recently going like 100% in games, so like getting all the achievements or the trophies or whatever it is in the whatever console, or if you play on Steam, getting all the Steam achievements and stuff like that. That's been one of my favorite things. So I have a whole list of games that I'm planning to do next year that I want to at least get one game 100% in each month. So I think I can do oh, that if I gum. have time to play on the weekends. Um, because some of those games are really only like 20-hour games. So giving me a whole month to play like a 20-hour single-player game I think should be um, pretty easy. But there's a few in there that I put in there that I don't know I'll be able to do. So it's going to be a fun little thing to challenge myself to do. And, you know, I'm still going to be playing Call of Duty and stuff just to play with my friends. So that's just something I'm excited for because, like I said, I have so many single-player games to catch up on. Now, have you played the Uncharted series at all? That is actually one of the ones on my list. That one's very high on my list because I actually have all of them. I remember oh. when they came out on the PS3 and stuff. Um, well, I guess not when they first came out, but I guess right around when the third one came out, they had like a little two-game bundle that came with the first two. So I bought that. I played probably about through 75% of the first one. Um, I didn't finish it, though, and then obviously I never played the second one because um, I remember the third one came out, and I didn't play the single player part of the third one but i played the multiplayer because you know me as a multiplayer junkie so i played the multiplayer of the third one but never the story so those are pretty high on my list um because i've just heard nothing but good things from those and i'm actually really excited to play the fourth one because i've heard that one might be the best in the whole whole franchise so so i i love the uncharted series we actually rented the first uncharted from blockbuster and got to the final level and ran out of time and had to return it um, in for one weekend. Uh, so we we played that one, um, and then we you know I 100 percented uh, two and three, which were both amazing. But then you know now I'm an Xbox. Uh, I, I moved over to Xbox and couldn't get the fourth one, um, and so I actually haven't got even to play the best one apparently. Um, but it was like. It's high on my list. If I had a PS5, I would definitely be getting those uh-huh. uh, to play. Yeah, there's just something... I, I love those... Like, I just heard so many good things about those. Um, another huge game on my list I never played. I played through maybe an hour of it with Skyrim. Um, I don't know if you played much Skyrim, but that game... Was, oh, yeah. Everyone tells me I need to do it, like, soon. So that one is pretty high on my list. That's, you know... I Like I said, the hour or so that I played of it really enjoyed... But that was, I just get bored playing single-player games a lot of the time. But, you know, thankfully with Discord and stuff, it makes it so much easier that I can still hang out and talk to my friends while playing a single-player game. And I think that's been a big reason why I've been so much more drawn to them. Because obviously the stories are incredible. They're very, you know, they do catch your attention. They, they catch everything about you. But I would just get bored not having anyone to talk to or anything. So Discord has definitely been a huge help because I actually have people to talk to while I'm playing those games. So that's made it a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of like 
parties and, and games. Uh, game of the Year just got announced as Baldur's Gate. Do you have any interest in playing that one? I do. I do want to play it just because I feel like from everything I've read and heard about it, I've heard it is just, you know, a phenomena of a game. You know, one of those games that you might not ever see again. So that's something I'm very interested in. I've never played any games like that with, like, the, you know, turn-based type combat, I believe it has. and Like, like Final that type Fantasy. Of stuff. Yeah, I've never played any of the Final Fantasies. Really not played... I know they categorize just about everything nowadays as RPGs, but, you know, some of those actual <laughs> traditional RPGs, I've never played. So something on... I have to get one of those next year just to experience it. Okay, okay, that's that's good. Um, yeah, I actually had a friend talk to me the other day about um, him and a, another guy were doing a campaign. I didn't even know he was playing the game. I was just raving about how good it was, and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, maybe maybe this is something I need to get as well so um but good um so you're you're a call of duty fanboy you love grinding you love grinding and putting ridiculous amount of hours into something that just make uh to make the game enjoyable and that's what i don't (laughs) like about it we talked we talked a little bit offline and i've i've actually made i've sworn off call of duty games i Uh I will not play one again um (laughs) and it, it does work well at for for like teenagers and and people that have a lot of time but as someone who is married and has kids there's just no way i can put enough time into that game now to enjoy it to its full extent and that's why i love single player games is because hey i don't have to like i don't have to spend hours at a time practicing and being good at a game to even enjoy it or to like unlock everything to where it's it's full potential you know you can hop on you can play a little bit okay log off and get off um now um and that's i think that at the point i am in my life that's why i enjoy those games way more uh and i have sworn off call of duty forever well it's funny you say like you talked about you know big fan of brs i'm actually I know I'm in the minority when I say this because games like Fortnite are literally having like record years. I mean, they're breaking their all-time player count, which is insane that it's doing it how many years after it came out, after all that hype it originally had. It's crazy that it's getting to those numbers and actually surpassing them again. But I tried the new Warzone out. I'm, I'm just not a fan of BRs anymore. That's one of the reasons I haven't played Apex much recently. I just, there's something about it. It has just... I'm, I'm trying to just over it. I feel like everything has been a BR lately. And, you know, you were talking about having to spend so much time into things. One thing I will say about Call of Duty, you do have to grind a lot just to get the game, the guns leveled up and all that stuff. But it is nice to be able to hop into, like, a quick play match, play a couple games of Team Deathmatch in a matter of seconds just because how fast it gets you into a lobby, how fast the games go, stuff like that. So that's one thing I have enjoyed with Call of Duty is even when I don't have a ton of time to play, you know, if I have, like, 45 minutes to an hour i can hop on work on leveling up a few things and then hop off so that's one thing i will say in defense of call of duty i will say of course i got to defend it because i'm the fanboy here but oh man that is one thing i really like about it well i mean i i i loved modern warfare 2 i Mm -hmm. loved it i i uh, i got damascus uh you know i did the ultimate camo i did i uh, maxed out everything on the guns um and that's why like i was so mad when all of that work was like i couldn't Come even on. use the gun anymore because it was yeah. just so bad and like so that like i did enjoy it like i do enjoy call of duty games but the the way that they treated that game and like it wasn't even like it was like hey we got a new game 
And if you want to play the new game, then you can. No, it was the game I was playing got ruined when they added another game to it. And that's when I was like, you know what? Forget these guys. Forget them. <laughs> well, it's so funny, though. You Like, I know you said you didn't. That has been the model for years with Call of Duty. Oh, After, I know. When the next... When the next one comes out, kiss all your stuff in the previous one goodbye. Like I have actually already in Modern Warfare 3 grinded to get the Mastery Camo Interstellar. I already have it finished. Um, and I know next year it's going to be not even in the game anymore. So that's something you, just as a Call of Duty kid, you get used to. But I can totally understand from someone that hadn't really ever dived into a Call of Duty. And when you finally do and you love it and then it's just all gone, I could totally understand that. But I have been trained in the Call of Duty ways since I was a wee little lad. Manipulated. So, manipulated yeah. in the Call of Duty ways. To think <laughs> so, that something like that is okay. To take someone's hard-earned work and all the time and all the effort and just push it down the drain. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, see, you're, what, also man, you're making the- me so mad. <laughs> you're also talking to the kid though like going back to like black ops 2 for instance i remember in that game i got to the max level which was the master prestige i got all the camos and in those games you had an ability to reset your stats and literally start back from level one so i remember the summer that game was out i did that 12 times i got oh to the max level goodness. got everything back That's in it was just ridiculous. diamond and then i would just reset my stats and start over so you're talking to someone that doesn't mind having it taken from them because oh, i was literally doing it no. to myself back then that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> well talking about back in the day in summers um i did have another question especially to like for video games um i was curious do you have a top video game memory um and I, I know, like, video games uh, for our generation, we grew up playing them. You have to have so many. But is there one that kind of sticks out to you more than any others? I wouldn't say it's a specific memory. But I remember when Call of Duty Advanced Warfare came out. I was so big into competitive Call of Duty and all that stuff. And I mentioned this a little bit when we were texting. I spent literally, I would play that game for 22, 24 hours straight. Get off, sleep for like six hours, and then get right back on the game. I was absolutely addicted it wasn't uncommon for me to stay up for 38 39 hours straight just playing because i was always playing for like tournaments or i was playing wager matches all that sort of stuff and just that grind of having i I had a little team um you know we we would just all four of us would get on every single day do that exact same thing for like i said 20 plus hours get off get, get right back on and do it again the next day I absolutely love those memories, just hanging out with those friends, talking to them, the countless laughs and stuff. I would give anything. I hear people talk about it all the time. I wish you could go back and just rewatch some of those memories that you had because back then I couldn't stream. I couldn't I didn't have stuff to upload YouTube videos. So literally it's all just gone now. But I would give anything just to go back and just watch some of those days of us just all playing together and stuff like that because there I'll never be able to do stuff like that again. You know, when you get become an adult, you have a job, you're we're both married. You have a lot of other things you have to do. I mean, you have kids. I'm not at that point in my life yet, but you just don't have time to play games like that anymore. So just those memories of literally having nothing else to do, like no, not a care in the world, that is by far my favorite thing I've probably ever done in gaming, which is literally so committed to something. We all thought we were going to be pro players, um, but you realize there's a lot more that goes into it than just being good. So, <laughs> Dang, that's, that's, that's something I can't, like, even comprehend um just that level of commitment to something yeah um, we were crazy. but man that that had to be and and you said uh you even mentioned you you were uh 
some of the top level streamers today you were bodying in those tournaments right yeah dude back in the day i mean when i was playing that much and i tell you you know to be a pro player you have to be doing more than just be good at it like i said if you weren't able to stream you weren't able to grow a brand i mean back then that was such a big part of it right was because it was so it was so small back then so like if you didn't have a brand and you weren't able to you know show showcase your skills rather than it just being in one match because i wasn't able to record the games or anything like that um you know that's you didn't really have a chance if you weren't streaming and stuff like that but yeah man back in the day we used to play against people that are pros today and like wager matches and tournaments and obviously you're gonna lose some but we won a bunch of them too um so that was just like i said you know you get into a lobby with them and back then they were pros you know like people like scumpy and stuff like that you know we would play wagers or Back then, they had pro point matches and stuff. We would play in those um, and play against those guys. So it was always really fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I actually don't have uh, my. I have like a favorite like kind of memory, and then I have like my favorite memory from like after I was adult playing video mm-hmm. games. So the one like growing up, my favorite memory was just um, me and my cousins. We used to always stay the night at my grandma's house, and we would just stay up at ridiculous hours, not 20 hours straight, but you know, we'd stay up all night essentially <laughs> yeah. playing like Tekken and Soul Calibur and Gears of War and like just, you know, just a blast. And so those memories like for me just stand out like so vividly, like how much time like we spent playing like, um, Oh, like Mad Dash, like on the Xbox. I remember just like so many uh, great memories there with, with my cousins and my brother, um, just having a wonderful time. Um, and just like you, like man, I just wish that I could like sit there and re- relive some of those moments and yeah. and go back and like you know ha- what a special time that was um, to be able to do. But then like my favorite memory from after. Um, like after I guess I, I left the house um, was actually I, I got to participate in a NWR tournament, which is like morale, welfare, recreation for the uh-huh. Navy um, because of my job. And I actually got to win uh, that tournament with a few of my friends. It was a Modern Warfare 2. Um, not, uh, I guess it was. A, what's the uh, dude? I'm blanking on the, the Battle Royale. Warzone. It was oh, a yeah. war zone, it was a Warzone tournament kill cha- kill race. And we wow. actually won that uh together. It was streamed and like what a what an awesome time that was. Yeah. Like we spent time preparing for it. We had one game where the team had sixty kills and my my friend had thirty kills. It was insanity. Um we were going crazy. It was streamed live uh, you know, we were going up against some really good guys and we we actually won that tournament and like participating in those mwr tournaments was literally like the highlight of that game when like my friends were like they were all playing the games they were like yep. they were really good i was never as good as them they kind of drug me along like you know i'm hovering around like a 1.2 kd and he's sitting up there <laughs> with like a 3.6 in in Warzone, just absolutely murdering people murking them so um that those that was like just such a great memory and awesome time you know my uh you know i can officially say like i made money from from uh from gaming <laughs> um so that was just really cool yeah I tell, I tell people all the time like there's just nothing like competing in a video game i mean you can play your sports like all that stuff but the thing about video games is it's so you don't have to be athletic to play them right you, like anyone can do it and that's what makes it so fun is like 
it's just such a like cool experience because literally anyone can do it. And the fact that if you're able to ever win a tournament and stuff like that, it makes it so fun because I'm telling you, man, there's sometimes nothing more competitive than playing video games against your friends. Oh, oh, super competitive. And like, yep. if you don't have a competitive nature, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand that because like growing up and playing basketball and you know, competing in actual tournaments against other people like that drive, like it's nice to have something where you can get that that outlet again because even yes. like playing pickup basketball is one thing but like i'm never going to play in the state tournament again uh no. which is like you know those memories you'll never get back which you know those live you know in my on replay in my head forever so like to get something that it gives you that drive and that competitive nature is really cool uh even though it doesn't really exist anymore yeah 100 that's been my biggest thing i talk about it all the time like to have an outlet to be competitive because I'm I'm the same way. I do. that was a big problem with me when I wanted to play single player games is I was like there's just nothing competitive about it. And that's why I was so addicted to Call of Duty and stuff like that is because that's where I was getting that itch whenever, you know, you're not playing basketball, you're not playing whatever sport you might like. It's just a way and you can do it literally all times of the day, right? Basketball you yep. have to have other people to play with. I mean, you can practice yourself. But you, you can play against anybody just about any time of the day in video games. So there's always a chance, you know, you're feeling a little bit itch. You can just go play something and get that itch satisfied. So that's that's one of my favorite things about gaming, for sure. Yeah, and, and such a such a fun time, man. Uh, it's awesome that you're you're that good. And, and it shows with, with even the games that we played together. We never played Call of Duty, and I think I'd just get embarrassed. But, um, <laughs> you know, it'd be, uh, you know, with Apex, like, you're clearly, like, on another level so it's paid dividends even today for you oh so much of it you don't realize how much of it's muscle memory like when you're playing like when i was little i never thought about stuff like that but like nowadays i'm like i can go like for a long time without playing and get back on and it's like riding a bike right you get you start yeah. playing and get the controller my fingers warm up and i'm like right back to where i was um obviously you're gonna you know miss some parts you're not gonna be as good as when you were playing all those hours but a lot of it is still there so that's always a fun thing yeah, it's gonna be cool one day to you know your kids like God oh, challenge you to uh, any game and you know oh you, man like, get, get up and murk them at yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that dad you know you see pictures of like kids their dads playing their kids in Madden and it's like 256 to zero that's gonna be yeah. me if they ever want to play like Call of Duty it'll be like 250 kills to nothing <laughs> so, that's awesome yeah I'm you can't you can't give them the easy way you know oh, that's no. not fair I grinded my whole life for this moment. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta earn those wins. Yes, yeah, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta earn that kill against me. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, okay, so switching gears here, um, I have another question. It's kind of so we've talked a ton about Star Wars. We've talked a ton about um, just uh, Marvel shows and and a lot of other things. But like, I was curious. Do you have a now this this is a very specific genre. I wanted to make it like very clear. But um, a favorite standalone TV show that is a completed work with multiple seasons that is not comic book based. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit over text, and I think I blew your mind a little bit. I am not that I can't do it. Something about, you know, for instance, a lot of people love The Office, and I do think it's a good show. I've seen clips from it. I've watched episodes and all that stuff. But let me tell you, you will never, ever catch me watching that show just for fun. I just won't do it. I cannot watch shows for fun. I don't know what it is. I, there has to be something that's really like 
overall interesting me. That's why Marvel and Star Wars are such a big thing for me. I do like game shows a lot. And when I say game shows, I I don't know, not like, you know, Wheel of Fortune and stuff like that, but more like... Family Feud? No, not even stuff like that. Like, if you consider, I guess it's probably considered reality TV, like Survivor. Me and my wife love that show. Uh, that stuff interests me. But just, you know, talking about a completed work, something that I can just throw on the TV. I, oh, so it. so this this isn't like uh, this isn't like that specifically, like more more along the lines of any TV show that's completed that you have watched a series like I know a lot of people may say like Peaky Blinder uh, okay. or um you know uh, the big favors like breaking bad i was curious if you've you've seen any of those that you like that's my number one man i guess the only thing i could say and it's not completed is the only thing i've probably watched from start to finish at this point in my life and it's not finished is stranger things stranger things is my favorite show of okay. all time but I, you know i figured that was what you're gonna say yeah i've never seen a single episode of breaking bad um me and danielle tried she loves peaky blinders there's just something about it it just does not catch my interest like it does hers i don't think it's a bad show i think it's a really good show and it's probably something i'll eventually finish but i just have no desire to really binge watch it and yeah most of those shows like that i'm trying to think if there's any other shows i've ever completed and there's just not i used to never watch tv growing up so yeah, you're too busy you know, playing 20 hours of uh, yes, literally. Call of Duty. I literally did not watch TV ever. I wow. watched like some sports games and stuff like that. But it, that's another thing I, I wish, honestly, I could go back and change because you hear all these people talk about, oh, I love that cartoon. I loved this. I didn't have that because I just didn't watch it. And it's not that I wasn't able to. I just chose not to because I wanted to play Call of Duty. Right. So yeah. that's just that I'd never. Man, talking about completed works or anything like that, I just don't have them. And maybe there's one that I'm missing um, that's just slipping my mind right now. But I, I got to tell you, it would be one show probably that's slipping my mind right now because I never watch TV like that. Wow. Okay, so like um, for me, I, I love TV and in, and in movies. And like honestly, I think every night of college, I think I watched a movie. I think every single night. Um and so, like, we had shows that we loved, and I grew up watching Seinfeld and The Office um, and Friends and King of Queens, so I was a big sitcom guy, and, like, still today, like, um, just, like, last week we finished Friends because it's, like, it's a good show, like, when you don't have, like, an hour, like, before bed, like, you got, like, you know, 40 yeah, minutes, minutes or something, or something yeah. you know, okay, throw on an episode of Friends, you kind of chill out, your mind relaxes, and then you can go to bed, Um so like we we love those shows, but like for me, man, standalone completed work has to be dark. Um, it's a Netflix original. Uh, it's a German show, so it, you got to read it in subtitles. But Dark is such a super amazing, complex um, show that is just mind bending. It's so well thought out. There's no there's no holes in logic. It's like they knew where they were going and they went there. And so like I love Dark and I would recommend it to anyone who is willing to watch it. And I mean, I know you can dub it in American. Like you can you can dub it to English American. You can dub it to English. Um <laughs> American. You can tell them from West Virginia, but um you know, <laughs> you know um you can dub it to English, but I would highly recommend leave it in German, read the subtitles, because boy, are you going to have to pay attention to the show. That's not a show that you can watch with your phone out. Um, it is way, I mean, it is just amazing, and you have to watch it now. 
Like, I would say I, put Dark on your list. <laughs> I'm sure it's something I'll watch. And I have to agree with you, though. I don't like subtitles. I don't even put subtitles on when I'm watching a show in English. Just don't like them. So I have a hard time sometimes with that. But I will not, if a show is in a different language, I will not change the language because the mouth's not matching what is actually like being oh, it, said. It, it, oh, it's it, crazy. I, it drives me nuts, right? I can't when do you, it. When you... When you mentioned that one thing, I did love Squid Game. Me and my wife watched Squid okay. Game actually okay. on our honeymoon. That was our mm, show we watched nice. like each night. Yeah, so so random. Squid game. But we watched Squid <laughs> Game and we could I could not watch it. I had to watch it in its original thing, and that's something I did read the subtitles of. But I told yeah. you there was one show I was probably slipping my mind. That would be the one. Okay. Um, and I think that one's not even really finished because I'm pretty sure it's getting a second season. So it, it but may. yes, I I did really like Squid Game. Um I, yeah, I also I, I will not if I watch Dark I'm gonna watch it in German with subtitles because I can't do I can't do the mouse not matching what's being said. Now you said if that is a win, right? Oh, my bad. When I watch Dark. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me get that. Let's get it straight real quick. Let me. Put you gotta it, get let it me right. Bump it up on my list. Let me bump it up on my list. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I also hate subtitles on anything. That's like, and it's got to be like I'm reading because I don't understand what they're saying. Like exactly. that's the only time I I have subtitles. Otherwise, I'm like, get this trash off the screen. Yep. Like, I, I want to. It's s- so distracting. <laughs> I have friends that that watch everything with subtitles, and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. Like, I, oh, I can't it hurts. Either. Yep. <laughs> um, but um, and then I do have another favorite uh, comedy uh, esque show, and that's Ted Lasso. Um, Ted Lasso is about a, a American football coach who goes to England and becomes a, a Premier League soccer uh, coach, and it's just amazing. Um, I absolutely love Ted Lasso. Uh, it just the third season just finished. Um, a little bit disappointing for for it, but like um, I just love Ted Lasso. Such heartfelt, such such a wholesome show. It's awesome. Um, well, you know, you mentioned Ted Lasso. My sister and her fiance love Ted Lasso. Like, they rant and rave about it all the time. That's one show I've been recommended a lot. Um, so that's that one's on my list too. You know, talking about I talked about my game backlog being really big. Where we started doing the podcast, and I have branched out and I've started to try to watch more things that aren't Marvel and Star Wars. Um, the, my watch, my show watching, you know, backlog is huge too. I mean, there's so yeah. many shows I haven't seen. Um, so any recommendations like Ted Lasso, stuff like that, this is a little bit of a plug, but if you guys have a show you think I should watch, make sure to reach out to us, give us some, you know, feedback. If you have questions about shows or anything like that, this is an opportunity for you guys to do that. But, um, yeah, there's so many shows I have to watch. Yeah, there is. And shows are tough. Um, like, so I hadn't watched Breaking Bad. Um, and like we watched all Breaking Bad and all of, um, Better Call Saul, uh, together. And like, those are just such a long watch because they're yeah. so long. Now, Breaking Bad is good because like each episode like matters. But like, if you go back and try to watch The Walking Dead, oh, and it, dude, dude, that that's show. Hard. We've talked about it before. It just went on for three too many seasons. Like, oh, man. I remember Even... I, that was the. Sh- I credit that show with being the thing that really sparked my inner nerd. Like before that, I really didn't watch shows. Like I said, play Call of Duty. I was not really. I, I like Star Wars, but I didn't like it like I do today. Um, that show, though, I feel like, and I feel like a lot of people have this sentiment. 
it almost made being a nerd cool. You know, we talk about that a lot. Yeah. Where it's kind of a cool thing nowadays to watch Marvel, to watch Star Wars. I don't. It used to not be that way. And I feel like The Walking Dead was one of those shows. It was so good. It was so big, and it was based on a comic book that it made it being cool. And it made I think like for me, and for instance, it did branch me. That show with you know a lot for me it did a lot for me just you know changing how i view things and stuff i'm interested in but it just went on for too long it just it simply yeah. did yeah i actually haven't seen the ending of it um unfortunately i do need to finish it uh i think i have the last three seasons to watch actually <laughs> oh i, I uh, think i'm about i mean i know what happens because of the comics and stuff yeah but i i got to the same point with the show just felt like it was dragging yeah so but that's all right. It, it it's it's tough. It's tough well, when it's it's money driven instead of yeah. passion driven. And I think yeah. that's really the issue with a bunch of those like continuous. And that's why I like dark is because like they knew where the ending was. And that's why I, I specifically said you know a completed work because a lot of the times like something can be your favorite, but until you've seen the culmination of it, the finish, like you're like. You know, a lot of people would have said Lost in the middle of that, but Lost just didn't know where it was going. It said a bunch of cool stuff, and then like just completely went off the rails. And you're like, man, why am I still watching the show? Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, yeah, think, very cool. I'm glad you thought of something. Is, yeah, I, I thought of Squid Games. But yeah. that's, <laughs> you know, that's one season. So. There we go, it baby. Potentially, yeah. we don't know for well, sure, but we think it is. Now, I would, I will say, like, I it does say multiple seasons in the question. Oh, that's true. So no, it doesn't yeah. count. Because uh, I, I mean, Band Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers would be mine if uh if it was single season. Have uh, you watched Band of Brothers? I have not. I have not. <gasps> Man, I'm telling you, you could. Dang, I dude. bet you could go write down a list right now of shows you would think I would have watched, and I think you'd be shocked at how many of them I haven't. I, I wouldn't ever have a list of things I think you have watched anymore. It would just be oh things I haven't <laughs> uh, things things you should watch. Like, oh, things I need to add to the list. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, man, you have a lot, lot on oh. it that needs needs improvement. I know, I know. It's a work in progress. You got to give me some time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get there. Um, okay, so um, we're touching on touching on a lot of things, but um, one another question I had. Um, so we've we've done a little bit of video games, we've done done some TV that's not like our alley. So let's switch back a little bit. Um, what's your favorite comic book run that you've read? Man, that's a tough one because there's so many good ones. I have been absolutely addicted to you know the last Ronin with the Ninja Turtles. I I say that sparked really my entire Ninja Turtle love. I love everything about it now, but before I was really not a big fan. But when I read the last Ronin. Dude, it is just such a great series. And the fact that we are potentially getting a show about it in the future, there's been rumors about, I couldn't be more excited for something like that. Um, you know, that one is very high up there. The Walking Dead is high on my list just because of how much it like meant to me as my first thing. So you always have that love with that first thing that really got you interested in something. So that one's up there. But I got to say, those are probably the two I would say... Um, are up there. I am hoping to eventually get to read some of the Invincible comics because I love the show so much, and I could definitely see that potentially getting up there. But I'd have to say, if it's like just 
right off the top of my head, it's either The Last Ronin or The Walking Dead, just because The Walking Dead of what it, it means to me, just as a, you know, now being a comic book fan and a pop culture fan and stuff like that. And then The Last Ronin was just such an awesome story, and I just love the premise behind it. So I would probably say it's one of those two. Okay. The, uh, and two, I haven't read. I haven't seen, read a single Walking Dead comic, and I haven't seen, read a single Ninja Turtle comic. Well, I will say The Walking Dead did a very good job in the early seasons of really following the comics. Um, obviously, there's way more in the comics than the show, but there is some stuff that they changed that I wish they wouldn't have changed. And there are actually big moments that they changed that I feel like they shouldn't have changed. So do one thing about The Walking Dead, if it is something you're looking at reading or potentially thinking about what you should read next, if you have seen the whole show, you are definitely going to get some different storylines in the comics, which I like. I do like that the comic is different from the show, but I do kind of wish some of the things would have stayed the same because it is it gives you two different things to read. It is cool that you you can read The Walking Dead and not feel like you know what's happening because of how big of the changes were. Um, but that is one thing I would recommend. I think it is really good. Okay. So so my favorite, I know I've recommended these to you before, but is Blackest Night is by far my favorite comic yeah. book run. With the with the Green Lantern Corps um, in DC, following Hal Jordan and that epic run, um, I just I absolutely love that comic book run. Its art is fantastic. Its storytelling is great. Um, it's kind of a mystery. You kind of like, and then you get all these team up moments with villains and uh, you know super uh, you know superheroes that were dead coming back to life that you're fighting against and then like um, just the moments in there and like the I love the blue uh, lanterns with the hope it's just like a Saint Saint Walker it's really cool like so many uh, you get such a good broad introduction into the entire lantern core each and every one is unique and fun and it's in a super way. Uh, and how each uh, color represents an emotion, and like if you're strong in that emotion, like you can be uh, inducted into those. Uh, so I absolutely love that one, and it, you really need to read that one because that one's spectacular. Um, the second favorite would definitely be Civil War, and I read that uh, in college with the from start to finish, all the tie-ins. Uh, and that was just such a good Marvel run. I've read a bunch of comics from Marvel, and I do think they're just, like, they're inferior um, to the DC comics that I've read. Uh, but Civil War was not that way. Um, it was so good, so well thought out, and it was such a massive event, and I really, really loved it. Spider-Man has, like, so many amazing moments in there. Uh, you get, um, Punisher moments, and, you know, I even spoke about those, um, in previous podcasts, but, like, so many amazing times, you know, they, they created a synthetic Thor that killed, uh, Bill Foster, like, man, what a crazy, what a crazy ride of story, uh, you know, you really get to see the evil of both sides, and, like, you, you're sympathetic with each side, but you clearly have a favorite, um, and it's just, it was such a fun, and I wish I would have been there as part of, like, as it was going because of how big it was. Um, but even getting to read it in hindsight is, is really cool as well. Well, so. you know, you mentioned being there when it was, you know, the run, when it was currently coming out, dude, there's so many things I wish I could go back. Like for instance, the last Ronin, that's not something I read as it was coming out. I actually picked up the hardcover for it and read it through that way. And dude going, I, I'm a huge collector. We haven't really talked about that much, but I'm a huge collector of just about anything I'm interested in. I collect video game stuff, comics, 
huge Funko Pop collector, so stuff like that. Going back and trying to find the original Last Ronin runs and stuff, it's just not easy. Um, and then you got to pay out the pocket for a lot of them. Um, so just going back for just that aspect of it, I wish I could go back. But just being excited for the next run, that is just something. I'm always looking for a comic that I can really get behind and be excited for the next run of. Um, because that, that's that got to be such a cool feeling, you know? I, I haven't really ever got to experience that. So that's something I hope that there's something that really catches my attention that I can really get excited for looking for the for the next run of something. Because I feel like that's probably just as exciting as waiting for that next episode of a show. Well, you say, like, being exciting uh, for a comic book run, but, like, I wasn't even, like, I had never been to a comic book store until I was, you know, 23. Yeah. Like, I'd never oh, been man. in one. So, like, I never even had the opportunity to be excited for a run because I'd never right. read one. <laughs> I didn't read one until I was in college, and those were all digital. Right. Well, that's the, I was the same way. I never read comics growing up or anything. I think I when I read The Walking Dead, I guess that would have been the first one I read because I watched. I I got the compendium for it during when the show was still going and I was still watching it. So I'd probably say around season four or five. But that was the only comic I read, and it was already pretty much a completed work. I think it might have been completed at that point. I'm not. I don't remember off the top of my head when it was finished, but um. Yeah, I've never gotten to experience that looking forward to the next run of something. So I hope to find something that I can really get excited about like that, because I feel like that's just such a cool experience. I hear so many like collectors that have been reading comments since they were kids and talking about waiting for the next Spider-Man um, comic to release, like back when Spider-Man was like new. I can't imagine what that was like, especially knowing what it's become today. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. That would have been, been really cool. Yeah, yeah. But okay, now switching gears back to to something we commonly do, and that's like the upcoming news and releases that we've um, got. So we we got uh, a show coming up this month. Um, you know what it is? It's called What If. And Jacob, <laughs> I got a question for you. Did yes. you watch the first season of What no, If? No, I'm. I know I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> but don't hate me because I, guys, I made a promise to y'all before on this thing. I would binge watch something, and I binge watched Invincible. What if is going to get binge watched, and it's probably going to be this upcoming week. Of course, because um, I don't have much time. Because what is the release date for What If season two? Uh, December twenty second. Yeah, so uh, this week, guys, <laughs> next week's podcast, I will have What If finished. You heard it here first, but yeah, I have not got to watch the first season yet. Okay, okay. Well, that I mean, I that's fully expected. I actually expected you to binge watch the entire thing on the 21st. Oh, it might happen. <laughs> but, but I did make the promise that I'll get it done for the next podcast. So hopefully hopefully it's not the night before like Invincible was. Okay, well, uh, if it is, that's all right. Hey, I'm excited. I'm really excited for that show, and I think it's going to be a blast. You can't be excited because you haven't watched it yet. But um, no, I'm just kidding. I'll get to be excited for like a day because I'll have finished it and then season two will be coming out that next day. So. Hey man, maybe, I mean, it may be something you don't like. I don't know. I, you showed me when we came and visited you, you did, I watched an episode with you and I do think it's something I'll enjoy. Um, especially because I like the whole, what could have happened, you know, the whole premise of the show, what if. So yeah. I think I'll enjoy it. Yeah, there's there's a few uh, duds in the first season, uh, but I, I think there's only like one show that one one that i was like eh, i don't really love that one uh, all the other ones was a, was a great fun time or like a super interesting watch um so i really enjoyed that show well um, listen i've watched through all the star wars the clone wars animated show 
listen, talk oh, about man. there being some duds. If I can Dude. get through all of that, <laughs> I'm sure I'll be able to make it through what if. Man, watching through the Clone Wars, if I saw it was an R2-D2 show, dude, I just, like, skipped it immediately. I was like, forget this. I cannot oh, watch a the full... Best ones, though. Come on, now. <laughs> I cannot watch an R2-D2 episode. I just thought, dude, it killed me. Oh. So, um, we also have another uh, movie releasing this this month um, that I'm, I'm curious if you have any even interest in watching, um, if this is something that we'll watch, is uh, Aquaman. Two. Are you interested in Aquaman two at all? Listen, if you are a DC fan, don't take you know, don't hate me for this. Absolutely not. I will not watch Aquaman two. I'm just that I'm not interested in DC whatsoever right now. The only DC project I'm interested in right now is the Batman. That's absolutely it. I couldn't care less about anything else. Once James Gunn starts his DCU, really actually starts it, then I'll be interested again. I'll, I will definitely go watch like. What is the Superman movie that he's? What's the name of it? Is it like Superman Legacy uh, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Superman Legacy. I, I will go see that. That'll be my reintroduction into DC. But I promise you, I will not be seeing Aquaman too. Oh man, what if you got an invite and a purchase ticket over Christmas break? Okay, well then I might go watch it. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, because so I, I would like, like to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, the first one was okay. But there's just something about uh, the DC just doesn't like I like the story building. I like there being a whole universe, which James Gunn is going to do. And I'm excited for that. But right now, I just feel like so much of this stuff is just kind of like, let's get it out there because we've been working on it for so long that we have to put it out. But I don't feel like it's really building towards anything. And I could be wrong, but it just doesn't seem like that's the case right now. I like things building towards things. And that's cool and all. But like, I just like good movies. So, like, as long as, like, it's, like, it doesn't have to build to something for me to like it. Like, knowing that this is the last DCEU movie with no tie-ins whatsoever to future projects has no, like, I don't know. Like, I just like Aquaman. Like, he's just a cool character. Um, I will say, Jason Momoa does do an an extremely good job as Aquaman. I think he's for, for the take they did. Yes, yes. I think he is for what they were going for. I think he did a very good job. Um, and like I said, I did like the first one. I didn't think it was terrible, but I feel like it was very hyped up to me when I before I watched it. So that's probably a reason why I was expecting like the way people had talked about it to me. I was expecting like Civil War type movie. It made right? a billion like dollars. I know it did great, I, but and everyone, like I said, everyone said it was really good. It just didn't grab my attention. Like like other DC stuff has in the past, and when I say other DC stuff, I only mean Dark Knight. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comparing it to questionably the best comic book movie yeah, of maybe all time. One of the, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but that's uh, the that's the, I think okay. I went into that movie expecting something close to that level, and obviously it did not reach that level. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I just I don't know. I'm I'm more excited. I just want the DCU to get started because I think DC as a whole it needs a reset because it don't don't feel like it's in a good spot right now. Yeah, they they're just I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. Um I am excited to watch Aquaman. I will go watch it. Um I didn't see Flash uh and I regret not seeing Flash. Um but I just it's really difficult when you got a babysitter and you got to go yeah. no one no one else wants to go watch it with you. And I mean that's <laughs> I mean 
that's just a sign. I think that right? speaks for itself right there, Zane. <laughs> yeah, you're like, man, I can't even drag someone to this. Yep. So, I understand. Um, have you seen, uh, so we got another trailer that I thought was super interesting, and that was Mad Max uh, Furiosa. Did you did you watch Mad Max Fury Road? I did not. I have heard it's good okay. though. Oh, it's it is very good. Um, did you see the new trailer for that? I did not. That's something you'll have to you'll have to send to me, or I have to look up after this. Okay, okay. I'll send it to you. It's it looks pretty interesting. It's got a uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, that uh, you're like, wow, is that Grimm's Chris Hemsworth? Uh, so um, it still looks like it's got a stellar cast. Uh, it looks like a really fun Mad Max movie, uh, which I enjoy those movies. Um, so. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, one trailer I do know you saw because you uh, tweeted about it was the Fallout trailer. Uh, oh, yes. what do you think about that, dude? Let's—that's what I'm talking about. When we're talking about upcoming stuff that I'm excited for. That is a hundred percent probably my most anticipated thing coming out soon because I believe that's February. Is that when the trailer? Something around then, maybe. I might—it's—it's it's close to the beginning of the year. Um. Man, I am very pumped for that. You know, post-apocalyptic, all that type of stuff is my jam. I live for it. So that's going to be really cool. The fact it's based on a video game, and they've actually already come out and said it is canon to that universe. I love that. I think that's awesome. So yeah, that one I'm very, very excited for. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know when it releases. And I think for you, it's actually better because it is a weekly release, I think, from yes, Amazon. Right? I believe so. Yep, yep. April April 12th is when it's April, releasing. okay. So we Man, that's we later than I thought. I could have swore it was earlier than that. But uh, Well, I mean, this the internet can be wrong. So. No, I, I doubt they're wrong on that one. It probably has a plaster all over their poster or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, um, we just got... Um, now, another show that comes out that I'm excited about that me and my wife loved was Reacher, uh, also an Amazon Prime show. Um, I think you said you hadn't watched Reacher. I have not. Um, but that's a really fun show. That um, It's a really good watch, fun watch. Uh, Jack Reacher is just a cool character, um, and his take on it. Um, man, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Who, but he yeah, is, I was about to say, who was the actor um, in that show? Oh, man, I I want to say his name starts with like Alan something. Um, Alan, oh, um, Alan Richardson, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rich Richson, Richson. Um, he was from Blue Mountain State. Uh, if you or like, uh, I think he also was Aquaman in uh, what was like the trash uh Superman show? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um. Uh. Small town, you, Smallville, Smallville. You, yeah, I think it's Smallville. But you said it at the beginning. It was that trash Superman show. We can just go with that one. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying that. It's got, it's got I think seven. it did actually have like a pretty solid fan base. Oh, though. dude, it has a massive fan base, dude. Let me tell you, it ain't it. <laughs> it ain't me. Um, nope. No. <laughs> Uh, just uh, uh, isolating people here, um, but yeah, I think he actually was Aquaman in that, maybe. But it's a really fun show, and he put on like fifty pounds of muscle for it. I mean, he got absolutely jacked out of his mind for that uh, for that show. It's always cool to really see. You, I see a lot of those videos of like what these actors go through. It's it's crazy, dude. Like they are. 
they're just on a different level when they get a cat like they cast it in something and they have to get in shape for it it's unbelievable oh, yeah. to see what they what they're capable of doing uh, steroids are pretty amazing <laughs> <laughs> um oh man putting all the hot takes out here um so and we got two more trailers that i wanted to talk about and see like just gauge your interest level before we sign off here but um godzilla x kong any interest in that whatsoever have you seen the godzilla movies what were you at uh, so the only godzilla movie i've ever seen is godzilla versus kong um the first one that they did and i told my wife the other day this will be a movie i'm absolutely oh is this the third one no godzilla versus godzilla versus kong was the third in a fourth in that series yeah so i meant like just as them actually i think is that the first one they were both on the like Yes, maybe not. Both when they yeah, were that, both on the screen. Yeah, that's that's what I meant by that. That's the first okay, one of those. Okay. And I told my wife, I'm actually we are absolutely going to the movies for that one because I feel like I have to see a Godzilla or a King Kong movie in the theaters because I've never done it before. So okay. that is one I am actually interested in. The first, the the one of them both on that one, I actually enjoyed for what it was. When you you can't take those movies too seriously because they're just not. But they are fun. I do love all the explosions and the these two titans going at each other. I think it's awesome. I am a Godzilla fan because he is just superior. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. Okay, okay. Uh, I have only seen the first Godzilla one, the one with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, and I was uh, I was just so disappointed that I got to see three <laughs> minutes of Godzilla. In a yep. two-hour-long movie, I was like, "Man, this is just garbage." But I think they fixed that. Um, so I was I was recommended by a coworker to go back and watch Godzilla: King of the Monsters, Godzilla X Kong, Kong Skull Island. They were like, "You really need to give the MonsterVerse a chance because it's really good." So um, I will do that. I will I will go watch the MonsterVerse. Uh, that's a promise. The first one I've had to make on the show. Um, man, you man, uh, <laughs> I've had to make a lot. <laughs> I know. Guess what? Well, I'll give promise number two. I will watch the Monster stuff with you so okay that, that's something you guys can look forward to on the podcast in the future we'll be breaking down some of the monsterverse movies <laughs> that's right yeah we'll get some <laughs> of those monsters in here um so i, I like i think they look so silly um that's which is I love fun about them dude <laughs> yeah well you love the fast and furious films so yes i do amen <laughs> preach it <laughs> so you'll love the monsterverse it's the same that's level bro. of seriousness <laughs> <laughs> i bet the acting's better Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh man, love it! And then uh, something that caught me by surprise. Um, I, um, I didn't even know like enough time had passed for this to happen, which kind of made me feel old. But they're remaking Mister and Mrs. Smith. I'll be honest with you, dude. I don't even know what that is. That was like the show that like. Or the movie that uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt like started their fling on. Yeah, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Well, they're yep, remaking it. They're both spies, um, and then they fall in love, but neither one of them know they're spies. Um, it's a really. It's. I mean, I love the first Mister Mister Smith. I had it on a uh-huh. PSP disc. I think I watched nice. it like probably <laughs> seventy times at least. Um, that's fun. Man, yeah. When whenever you got like a PSP movie, like you didn't have streaming options. It was like yep. whatever you had. I I remember I had that. And I had Dodgeball. Um, I watched Dodgeball about seventy five hundred times. Um, not exaggerating. 
Vince Vaughn. I always laugh my head off at that guy. Well, it's fun, too, because, you know, kids growing up nowadays aren't going to experience that. Like, they have every movie at their fingertips. But, like, literally back then, dude, you you did have to pop a little disc into your PSP or, or pray that you got something on DVD that you could, you know, throw into your PS2. <laughs> oh, man. I went, I remember, I went to, uh, like, the pawn shop. And it's like I went like through the racks for the PSP movies just so I could get something new on a trip, yep, uh, yep. so that I could enjoy. Because um, I never had like a DVD player or something else like that. So once I got my PSP, like I I didn't even play the games as much as I just love. Like right. I've always <laughs> been a movie lover. I've yep. always been a movie lover. Um, so yeah. So okay. So not a Mister and Mrs. Smith nah, fan. I don't, I don't didn't really care. Um, I don't know, man. I just uh I just love movies, so I'll definitely watch it. Uh Donald Glover's in it. He's starring. And I, I really like Donald Glover, so we'll see, uh we'll see what he does. We'll see how it goes. But and I think there's a lot to talk about. A couple of questions I saw some things this week that I didn't know if you actually one of them was today breaking probably about maybe a couple hours ago. Um, is that we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but it sounds like it is really catching some you know, speed is that the next Mandalorian season will be a movie. So I don't know. I know you said you weren't particularly excited about that. Do you still feel that same way? Or do you think a, a Star Wars movie could be good right now? Um, I think a Star Wars movie could be good. I don't know if Mandalorian's the way to do it, especially with like how the last season ended. Mm. I, like... I don't know. I feel like they need to actually capitalize on some better characters. Not saying that he's not, but like we've had three seasons of him flushed out. Like and like they really kind of dropped the ball in season three with a bunch of stuff. Um, trying to push too much into it. Book of Boba Fett. I know you absolutely adored it, but you know I thought it was rough. Um, <laughs> and so like I. <laughs> I don't love I would like another season to get him back to where he should be before we just, you know, throw a movie out there for a cash grab. Well, see, I'm I'm very excited for this because, dude, it's been so long since we've had a Star Wars movie and I cannot wait to be back in the movie theaters and hear that epic, you know, entrance to a Star Wars movie that has got me so excited. And from the rumors of it, it sounds like this next season or movie of The Mandalorian is going to be kind of getting the whole gang together because it really sounds like the next big movie is going to be everyone versus Thrawn. I right. love that idea. I think that is great. I do kind of agree, though. I I wish it wasn't The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian is a show, and it really revives, revived Star Wars. Star Wars was not in good shape when Mandalorian came out, and it, I feel like it really did save Star Wars. I wish they would just keep it as a show just because that's what it is. It is a show. It doesn't need to be turned into a movie. However, I am super excited just to be back in a movie theaters with a Star Wars film. Man, well, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'll definitely show up for it. Yeah. Um, but I do I do think that like I would rather have an Ezra movie. Yes, um, yes. You know, I would rather have an Ahsoka movie or just like continue that show. Like you know, I just It doesn't <sighs> feel right for the Mandalorian to be a movie. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even necessarily feel wrong. It's just like why why a movie? Like, is there actually a story to be told, or are you just cash-grabbing? Because honestly, yeah. if we're getting everyone together in these stories that are taking multiple episodes to set up, like, I, I just don't have the faith that they can 
do it right. And I guess that's not my an issue. Interesting way. You know, like how long is this movie going to be? Is it going to be a two and a half hour movie? Which like always is like, man, ugh. Like I can sit through eight hours of television before I can sit through a two and a half hour movie. Like I, I don't know why, but like I just feel like I just I'm worried about the execution. Now I know Dave Filoni's at the helm, and you know yep. you got to let Dave Filoni cook. But to me, I'm just a little bit worried about it. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, like I said, I'm excited for it just to be back in the movies with Star Wars, but it'll be interesting. I think we'll probably get a lot of rumors and stuff coming out before this. I mean, this is so early on, oh, um, but I'm, I'm I'm interested in it. I hope the leaks slow down. Uh, I have to be so careful because, like, I don't like seeing the leaks. And, like, everywhere I'm looking, it's like people are like, the leaks are ruining Deadpool. And, like, I haven't oh. seen any of them, um, luckily. But, like, apparently, like, they're out there. Like, I've actually, they're, they're like, bad. Really... I've, I've, I've seen a couple, and I wish I couldn't have seen them. And I don't know they... how true they are because it's the multiverse. So this could, it could be a 30-second clip. It could have no no importance to the movie. But, man, yeah, you do. if you haven't seen them yet, you don't... Don't be clicking on any Marvel-related information right now. I, re- I really haven't been. Because, dude, it is everywhere. Every time I get on there, it feels like there's another picture leak that I haven't seen before. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'll just stay on Marvel Snap instead of X. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another thing I saw, which this interested me a lot because it doesn't make any sense for him to be doing this. But I don't know if you saw the news about Andrew Garfield being at a showing of across the spider verse and like breaking down the movie. I don't know if you saw anything about that, but he was like breaking down the movie. Yeah, he was, it was an interesting thing. He was up on stage while the movie was being played and talking about it. And that was really interesting (laughs) for me because it's across the spider verse. And Andrew Garfield had no part of that movie. So a lot of was people this, are taking this as, as like Is that a, like a real? Yes, it was real. Let me let me see if I can find the what? thing for it real quick. But I was very interested. Let me make sure. Um see if I can find it real quick here. Um Dude, I have never heard about that. Yeah, so it was <laughs> where is it at here? Um, yeah, here it was. It says he was at a screening in London and he, he was quoted saying that it was a masterpiece of pure cinema. And he was at this screening and he, he was up on stage while they were showing it. He is answering questions and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Andrew Garfield revealed that the first time he had hosted a Q and a and he praised, but yeah, that's what it was talking about. He was answering questions. So very interesting to me. If you wanted to look that up, I could send, it, or if you wanted to see it, I could send it to you on Twitter yeah, or something cl- like that, like clutch points um, breaking down or something. Yeah, it was actually looks like. I mean, it just looks like there's a bunch of pages tweeting about it. But I mean, there's videos of him there answering questions and stuff. Um, and a lot of people think that could be Marvel, you know, sending him out there to maybe kind of start to hit at some things that could be happening in beyond the Spider Verse, which we know we're getting that next year. So. I would be. I'm pretty. In, that's really got my attention lately because I love Andrew Garfield. He might be my favorite Spider-Man. Um, so that's got me excited. I didn't know if you'd seen that or not, but I thought that was no, kind of interesting. That's a that's a weird, it's a weird thing to be going on. So I thought that was interesting, but yeah, yeah interesting. Just a little little snippet there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it says it was wonderfully Weird. moderated by him. So I guess he moderated the movie. Which, yeah. again, really strange because he's not in it at all. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, if you could have a live-action Spider-Man come and visit and, you know, moderate a Spider-Man movie, that would still be pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And he is such a Spider-Man fan. I mean, it's yep. a real shame <laughs> that they did him the way they did. But yeah, uh, leave it leave it to Sony to to pull off some really weird oh, things. They, they do. They they're always quite. I'm always questioning stuff. That they're they out do. there. They're out there doing things, man. Uh, one thing oh. I hadn't mentioned to you, I'd say for the podcast is I actually went and saw the new Hunger Games movie. Um, oh man, week. Songbird yes. and Singers. Yeah, the Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. <laughs> Um, and if you are a fan of the Hunger Games, man, dude, it was incredible. Really? I thought it was very good. Um, I even would almost go as far to say it might be the best movie I've seen this year. And there's been some really good movies. Um, but it was now. Really, hold on really a second, good. man. The I'm telling best you, movie really, you've seen this year. Yeah, it was up there. It, I'm dude. not kidding. It's up there with Guardians Volume Three. It was the acting was incredible. The story was really. I'm fun. losing. I'm losing respect for you. <laughs> Well, just it saying. was, man, I'm telling you, You watched so Across good. the Spider-Verse, you watched yes, the dude, TNT, TMNT movie, you watched Guardians 3, you know, Oppenheimer came be, out this right, year. Yes, those would be <sighs> some of the, like, it's at that caliber of movie. And like I said, if you're a Hunger Games fan, I would definitely go see this in the theaters. It was so good. My wife's on a huge kick of the Hunger Games. She just watched all the movies. Um, she's reading through the books now. Um but dude, it was so so good. I loved it. I'm not to edit said, this out. <laughs> if you're a Hunger Games <laughs> fan, man, I'm telling you, go see this movie because it was really good. Some of the best acting I've seen in a while. I thought it was really, really good. Yes, it was really really good. I was shocked. Okay. And it seems like that seems okay. to be the sentiment around the movie is people are shocked at how good it is. It's really really good. I've heard I've heard a lot. Uh, I, I follow a bunch of guys that like line up with my views a lot, and they say everyone said it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Everyone says it's not near as good as Catching Fire Part One. Um, yeah, th- those movies but, are. I, I'm not going to say it's to that level because those are like those are so iconic just because those are the Hunger Games. But this one was really good. I really like the actors that yeah. they had in it. I haven't heard um, anyone put it in their top five movies from this year, though. Well, you also got to realize. All the movies that came out this year, I did not watch that many of them. <laughs> so yeah. if it wasn't Marvel, um, I guess that would really be about. I mean, Oppenheimer's up there, uh, but yeah. So I, I really, really liked it. It was super good. Okay. All right. But you got a lot of you guys. If you guys are watching this, obviously I have not seen a whole lot of stuff. So take my take my stuff with a grain of salt. <laughs> I like the Fast and Furious movies as Zane likes to reference. <laughs> Which I'm not, I'm not hating on them. I just, they're just not my flavor anymore. I loved <laughs> up till five, and then you know, y'all heard my ranking. You know, you know yeah, where I stand on know, this. We know, we know. Um, but guys, Even if it's um, wrong, it's been, a, it's been a good episode. <laughs> I think uh, I've just enjoyed. I clearly we have a podcast, so we love to talk about things. Uh, and guys, I, I hope you enjoyed this one. If you're enjoying the show, leave a leave a review if you want. Um, reach out to us. All the contacting methods will be down in the show notes. Um, if there's a part that you want to skip to, or, uh, we try to make sure that we put chapters on it. If you're using Spotify, you can just click on what you want to listen to. Um, but we really appreciate y'all listening to it. We're sorry we missed last week. Um, 
we both had some things come up that allowed us to to not be able to uh, record but we will be getting the next three out here to you guys for sure uh get ready for that uh what if breakdowns and then echo following right after so uh some really fun episodes and i thank y'all for hanging in for us but with that this is a uh, weekly fix signing off <laughs>